to the Intentional Living Podcast, broadcasting encouragement to live your daily life with God's help and challenge to reach for more of God by faith. Join Brenda Wolf for today's Practical Insights. Hello, this is Brenda. Today I have a question for you. How steadfast are you today? Maintaining a steady pace and a steadfast heart in life is a real trick, isn't it? Life's terrain is so unpredictable, and losses literally grab at your ankles as you walk. Keeping on while being patient and calm really does take some resolve and some courage. Unexpected developments, disasters, losses and grief... Disagreements, declining health, even just simply aging, these things all pop up on every side. Addressing them well requires being steadfast. If your life is like mine, you've had lots of opportunity to practice both resolve and courage. Scripture reminds that you are not alone. It looks like this. God's love for you never stops. He is thinking about you all the time, in the ready position, poised for action with his sleeves rolled up. The split second that you lean into him by faith, bam, he is instantly in action in unseen dimensions to accomplish his good purposes on your behalf. God is absolutely committed to you, Your ability to be steadfast flows from His commitment to you. I have a few questions to ask you at this point. You need to make a commitment too in order for this arrangement to work. So what is your commitment level back to God? Being steadfast means that you make choices. Here are some choices that are involved when a person makes commitment back to God. The first one is holding tightly to God's ways and promises. The second choice is standing firm in trials because you are sure of Him. The third choice is rejoicing in all circumstances as a statement of faith that God keeps His word. And the fourth is simply coming near to Him to receive His comfort, His healing, and His help in difficulties. And of course, all of these choices are made by faith. Will you commit to be steadfast with these particular choices? When given an opportunity to speak or to act on God's behalf, is your response, bam, instantly in action? Well, you can respond well no matter what happens. The Lord enables His people to respond well in all life scenarios, even in tragedies and in severe testing. He gives specific training, unexplainable peace, and necessary power to get through life. Let's look at a passage from a New Testament book, 2 Peter 
chapter 1, verses 3 and 4. Those verses say that you actually do have everything you need from God to be steadfast. Let's take a look at the individual phrases of those two verses. First of all, starting in verse 3, the scriptures say that His divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life. Let's look at that. This means that when you stay in God's power, you have all that you need to be steadfast. Have you claimed His power? That only happens by coming close to God in your heart and surrendering to Him. The next phrase in that scripture says, He has given us His very great and precious promises. Let's talk about that. You have God's promises. He never, ever breaks a promise. His very own high opinion of His promises, let's look at His words that He chose for that passage, is very great and precious. Those are His words. You can claim His promises. The next phrase in that passage of Scripture says, So that through them, His promises, you may participate in the divine nature. Well, I don't know what you think about that, but I think that's unbelievable. It's saying that you can literally participate in God's nature. You can experience life like never before and know God more every day. So, by faith, participate in God's life. And the final phrase from that scripture says, having escaped the corruption in the world caused by evil desires. Well, that's some significant help. You can actually escape the decline of corruption that is threatening everyone today. Just set aside your own desires and instead claim God's desires and you are golden. We have some focus points that I'd like for us to look at because you need focus points to start thinking differently if you're going to do these things. The previous things we just mentioned from the scripture, those points all guarantee that you can be steadfast, but the condition is if you do them. If you keep trusting yourself, you won't be steadfast. To be steadfast literally means to start thinking differently. Okay, so this might help. Philippians 4 verses 1 through 7 gives some focus points to think the way God created people to think. So in other words, we're going to be thinking the way God intended us to if we do these things. Number one says to rejoice in all situations. That seems crazy when so many things go badly, but it is a choice no matter what is happening, and it does reflect what you believe about God. Number two, put no confidence in yourself, but rather put all your confidence in Christ. After all, He is the all-wise one with unlimited power. The third thing is to desire God over all else. Make Him your first, 
most, and best. Number four, consider everything a loss compared to gaining more of Christ. He is the pearl of great price. Number five says, press forward. Leave yesterday behind both the losses and the successes. Jesus makes the future fresh and bright in you, even if things around you are a mess. And the sixth point is live up to what you've already learned. This is the least that you can do. More maturity will come, but let's at least live up to what we already know. So those are focus points that we can use to start thinking differently. But after focus points, we really do need to look at some action steps, because after all, how do you do all that, really? Helpful action steps do give you what you need to be steadfast. The focus points are all important, and you need to identify them and have them in your mind and in your heart. But if you don't practice them, then no matter what, it's not going to happen. And we do need to practice them no matter how you feel. So let's go through these additional helpful action steps. They really do make a difference as you take all of these that we're going to talk about next and apply them to what we've already identified. You're going to find some real things shifting inside your soul. First of all, pray for one another and pray about all things. Forgive the hurtful things that are done to you. At the same time, be quick to say, I'm sorry. When a relationship has been severely damaged and reconciliation in this life is not wise, let it go. Let go of bitterness into God's capable hands. Alrighty, next one is to trust God in every scenario. Then practice cheer. That's not a feeling. It's a choice. It's a state of outlook and a chosen contentment. Exercise the joy of the Lord by practicing cheer. But immediately following that, we're going to say rejoice, which is it's an additional kind of cheer. It's also intentional. It is based in steadfast faith in the one who has excellent care of all hearts and situations and focusing on your heart and your situations. Plus, choosing to rejoice is filled with gratitude, and that's always a good place to be. Then we can practice a gentle approach to others and a gentle spirit in all situations. Why? Well, gentleness shows that there is peace in your heart, a combination of joy and kindness. Jesus rides gentleness into hearts, so it's always good to practice it. Then a deep contentment. It's another deliberate choice that you practice until it becomes a pattern. It will cement your faith in Jesus to work all things for your good and for His glory. Joy is resting in God's goodness, sure that He completely is aware of everything. It celebrates being God's beloved 
being forgiven, being restored to his original design, and being his child. There's a lot of joy in those realizations and in celebrating those things. And the final thing is freedom. Freedom from anxieties. Embracing God's peace. Really, that's when you fly. So let's really quickly go through those action steps again. Action steps on being steadfast. Pray for one another. Forgive. Say, I'm sorry. Let things go and move forward. Trust God. Practice cheer. Rejoice. Be gentle. Have a deep contentment. Live in joy. And then live in freedom. Application questions that I have for you. Do you trust God's intentions toward you? That question is critical. It exposes a lot. Are you aiming for these qualities in order to be steadfast in Jesus? What specific things do you need to practice more so you can be steadfast? We've talked about a lot of things today. Pick out the things that you think maybe you need to work on. What action steps will you put into place to develop a pattern of steadfastness for your good and for God's glory? Are you committed to carry out those action steps starting today? You know, friend, you can be at peace. You can be delighted to be yourself as you work out your salvation each day and become the person that God designed. Why not let Him transform you a bit more each day? Why not partner with Him? You can be steadfast. You've been listening to Brenda Wolf with the Intentional Living Podcast. Visit the Intentional Living website at www www.intentionallivingministry.org Your web-based home for resources and articles to help you navigate life's challenges and issues. Sign up on the Intentional Living email list and get a free ebook on how to get into God's Word with a super busy life. Brenda's prayer is that you will grow in grace and strength to live your daily life in God's power.